Hi everyone and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hey Jace, how's it going? Hey Pip, yeah, all good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. I feel really, um, I'm in a really good mood today. I feel energised and fresh and um, yeah, just raring to go this morning. Don't really know why, but I'll take it. Doesn't happen every day. Yeah, why not? Helps when it's uh, it's a nice, bright, sunny day, isn't it? So that always gets you off in a good start. It's warm, it's summery. Um, I actually think the change in my commute is making a difference at the moment. Oh, um, you moved house, yeah. I moved house and I now drive to work rather than uh, getting like three different trains. And I think it's just so much more relaxing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel so much better because I'm not, you know, com- like trying to battle across London, racing for a train that I know I have to get, like you're constantly worrying in the back of your mind if you're going to get that train. Do I have time to grab a coffee? Do I have to run up the escalator? Do I get the lip? Like there's so many thoughts going through your head. And now I just get in my car and go and it's great. Nice. In your own space as well with your own music. Yeah. yeah. I can sing along really loudly. No one minds. Laughing <laughs> out total eclipse of the heart down the M4. <laughs> oh my God, don't. I love that song. It's, it's, um, it's a karaoke classic. It's a banger. So, yeah, my mornings have improved drastically, which is really nice. That is nice. Having that different routine. We spoke about routine last time, didn't we? But having that that slightly easier routine of a morning, yeah, just sets you up the day better. Yeah, it does. It's nice. It's just so much more relaxing. Is it a shorter Um, trip as well? Short, yes, about half the time I used to take. Um, I did have an annoyingly long journey before, so... Um, it now takes me about 45 minutes, which is pretty, pretty standard, but you know, I just go in a straight line. So it's pretty good. How is everything with you? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I just mentioned, mentioned the boy, he's just started walking. So I think our lives are about to change oh, my days. <laughs> three days ago. So he's getting gradually more and more confident. So everything breakable is about to go up a shelf, yeah. um, plastic corners on the end of everything sharp. But um, no, it's, yeah. it's lovely to see his, his little face when he realised he could do it. He was so proud of himself. Obviously, wow. had that proud parent moment as well, which is lovely. So that um, must feel so bizarre to him. Like this whole new, this whole new world he's about to discover. This whole new skill. Yeah, this world of independence as well, because he's been walking sort of with a with a handheld for a while. But obviously, that requires mummy, daddy, whoever, to come along with him. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, but you're right. To, for him now to be able to just go, oh, I think I'll go over there and just go. Mm. Must be brilliant. Scary for you. Yeah. yeah, frightening. Yeah, we've, we've got um, steps down into our garden, concrete steps. So I'm going to have to put a gate at the top of that pretty sharpish because mm. they're, they're um, affectionately known as the steps of death in our house. Oh, great. <laughs> they're very concretey. They're very steep. And they're all different heights. So you go down one step and it's two bricks. You go down the next step, it's three bricks. So if you've not got your wits about you, you're, you're going down those. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's going to have to be something I, that, that'll be a DIY job for the weekend. How did the big race go? Fill me in. Well, I mean, so it's a 12 hour race and we've got another yeah. 25 minutes of podcast to go. So um, I won't give you a <laughs> blow by blow account. It went really, really well. Um, we had an absolutely fantastic time. It was 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. So it was it was an overnighter. We had some Amazing. somebody, one of our team dropped out at the last minute due to COVID. So there was three of us racing instead of four. Um, hour and a half stints. So basically meant we had to do an extra stint each, which I was oh quite gosh. worried about just from a 
from a fitness level, to be honest. Mm. Um, but actually, all the the prep work I've done that I've been talking about for the last like few months um, paid off. So I'm I, I was at a reasonable weight, reasonable fitness level. Um, I, I mean, I use the term reasonable very loosely, but um, <laughs> I was we 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 were all able to cope. Um, and we just the way you race a sprint race like a normal race, and the way you race an endurance race very different. So it's yeah. the enduring endurance race is just about get in a rhythm, plod around. You're going to be sat down for an hour and a half. Just don't, but don't really, you don't really need to fight anyone because over the course of 12 hours, it's all going to equal itself out in the end anyway. So it's just plod around, get past people where you can. Don't worry about letting people pass you. It'll happen. Um, and we ended up out of 26, we finished fourth overall. So Amazing. So, Congratulations. Um, That's awesome. Thank you very much. We were dead chuffed. Really, really pleased. We were couple of laps ahead of the team behind us a couple of laps behind the team in front of us so it just felt like that was the right position for us to be and it didn't feel like we'd lost out didn't feel like we were chancing our luck uh, it just felt like felt like the right place so we got a big trophy to share nice to share it's at my house at the moment i'm not planning on giving it to the other guys anytime <laughs> pass it around every three months of the year yeah we see each other once a month for the regular races so i i've, I've said that i'll take it along and share it around so we can all have it for a month and rotate it but um That's no I, i'm so pleased with how it went cause especially when that person dropped out i was quite nervous at being able to physically do that third stint um, but what yeah. really helped my dad brought his motorhome along so we had somewhere to as a base somewhere to sleep properly rather than in the back of the car like we've done in previous years so, oh, rough. oh yeah yeah when your back's sore anyway from the racing to to then sort of curl up in the back of a car is not ideal what um, do you eat while you're uh on your downtime and waiting to do your next shift so i went with all best intentions as okay. always um and i took <laughs> i took along um a pesto chicken pesto pasta that i made um Yum. because obviously you want because you sat down being physical for an hour and a half. Um, and, and I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this going, but you just sat down. Like you just sat down driving. It's not yeah. that hard. It's really hard in a go-kart. They're heavy. You've got no power steering, no power yeah. system, anything. It's, it's really hard work. Um, so I wanted something nice, like low, um, was it low GI? Is that the right term? The low, sure, uh, slow, release, slow release. Slow release. Energy. Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, chicken pesto pasta sorted me out for the first stint. And then, yeah, it got to the stage where I was a bit like, I just need energy for this next one. So I'd had a bit of a sleep. So honestly, um, it was a packet of Watsits, a baby bell and a Freddo. Other nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, not, 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 the, um, not the wise planning that I'd, that I'd gone for, but it worked in the end. So I'll take okay, it. Whatever, whatever it was, it ended up working. So that's Easily burned the calories off. So I'm not too worried. Oh, wow. What an achievement. When's your next one? Um, well, I have had another race since then, um, which let's skirt over that one because it didn't go quite as well. Okay. <laughs> it was just an average <laughs> race, to be honest. I finished ninth. But yeah, I've got another one in three weeks' time. So I'll, cool. I'll thrill you with um, the next instalment on the next run. This week, we were going to talk about um, more of like a bit of a holistic view at, at health and um, weight loss, aren't we? So um, about sort of thinking about what weight looks like. No, what health looks like at every weight yeah. is um, what we want to discuss. And this was sort of um, triggered, shall we say, for us after um, a colleague has just had their 
uh, health check through. So it's like an annual health check that you have with your, with what well, we do it with Vitality here at WW. So whoever your, you know, health provider is or wherever you can go and have almost like an MOT, you called it, didn't you? Um, yeah. For your, your health MOT. So you go and just check everything's working as it should. Um, and so a colleague um, has had hers this week and um, she won't mind me talking about this. Um, she gave me permission to reference how it went um, because I think everyone over the last couple of years has definitely had that experience of feeling a little less healthier, not as fit, gaining a little bit of weight um, since COVID. Um, and I think I saw somewhere, I, was, I saw in a BBC article that um, more than 40% of adults gained weight during COVID um, as a result of the pandemic and the lockdowns, um, with the average gain being half a stone. So that's quite a lot for, you know, everybody to, or for 40%, but, you know, nearly half of adults to gain. That's quite a sizable increase. Um, so, you know, a lot of people can can relate to that. So anyway um our colleague went along to their went along to their health check and um spoke to the doctor and, and did all the questions and you know got her measurements and her weight and everything um and she said that everything was um you know going in the right direction she was still very healthy fit and healthy um and the doctor was very happy um she had gained uh some weight i think she said she'd gained a stone since last year um which she sort of knew she was expecting um but she was still measuring healthy um and she had also lost about an inch um oh, wow. from her height <laughs> what <laughs> well seeing around the office i didn't notice she'd shrunk <laughs> <laughs> i know i found that absolutely hilarious um, which she did as well and oh my goodness the way she told me that was it was just the funniest thing so um she's gained weight and got shorter <laughs> last year <laughs> which um yeah was just a really funny review of her, <laughs> her <health story>. <laughs> that, <laughs> um, that's really bizarre i know i know that's got to be a measuring error well. surely <laughs> that's what I thought but I mean it's very common you know as you get older um to be... well, no no but you know older in life just as you age <laughs> as you grow up as a I don't think I'm a long way behind her Pip so let's, let's not go down that road <laughs> she's not old at all but just you know I'm probably getting shorter as well um oh yeah go on row back so, row back. <laughs> so um oh, she's really funny um lost an inch from her height but um yeah just really hilarious how um that had affected her but mm. basically saying that she's still she's still super healthy you know she eats right she's super active and um that weight isn't really something that you need to be worrying about um and it's all based on you know a bmi uh, measurement which is a bit vague at the best of times isn't it you know we know it's yeah. not the most um effective way to be measuring your health yeah I mean, um, BMI isn't... is a, is a bit of a blunt instrument I think isn't it it's, it's okay for guidance I think but yeah. it is a bit of a blunt instrument particularly if you look at somebody like an athlete or a, particularly an athlete who would carry a lot of muscle like a rugby player for example mm -hmm. is going to measure obese on the on the BMI yeah. scale but actually super fit and healthy yeah and because it's it's weight um compared to height as well isn't it so if you're a tall if you're a tall person it's already going to throw you completely off whack so um 
or if you're getting yeah. shorter, indeed. Or if you're getting shorter, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's not, you know, it's not the most the most effective way um, to measure things, but um, we kind of needed to. We we wanted to think about ways that we could, you know, explain how. Um, health does look different at every weight because um, that is not the only number you should be focusing on. So um, we have been sort of asking around in in the office and asking the rest of the team other ways in which people can measure their health um, and how that they feel that they are fit and healthy without just considering their weight. Um, so how, Jace, you go first. How do you measure or recognize health? Um, that isn't related to your weight? For, for me, it's about activity. So it, mm-hmm. it's about my stamina when I do an activity. For example, the racing I did the other day, um, clearly not in terrible shape because I managed to kill myself for three hour and a half stints. And okay, I was <laughs> genuinely struggled to get out of bed the next day, but managed to do it. So, and, but even for something like mowing the lawn. So I, I'm lucky enough to have quite a large garden, but it is really slopey so pushing the mower uphill really really difficult mm. so for me it's it's when I get to the end of mowing the lawn for example how am I feeling am I feeling okay I managed that or am I feeling like I'm about to pass out so that's that's my measure I think that's that's how I tell if I need to sort of up my game a little bit um, okay yeah I, yeah stamina that's a good yeah, one audio. that's a good one yeah like that like that about you? um so other colleagues had said, um, you know, similar things, um, recognizing for recognizing health, um, energy levels are important. So kind of like what you said with stamina, um, energy levels and motivation for making healthier choices as well. So that's a really interesting one, I think, because it kind of um, is sort of how you feel about yourself and how you prioritize things. So like whether you're feeling motivated to go to the gym or not kind of says quite a lot about where you are in your you know health journey or what your priorities are um and I mean I know obviously it can be just really hard if you've had a really busy day or if you're not in a particularly good mood it can be really hard to get yourself motivated to get out the door and go to the gym yeah but if you're able to prioritize that that's a really healthy mindset to have so recognizing that that is what's going to make you feel better by getting a little bit active whether it's going obviously it doesn't have to be the gym it can be just going for a walk or doing some yoga and by recognizing that that is what's going to benefit you, that's a much more healthy mindset to have rather than, oh, I've had a bad day, I'm going to order a takeaway. Mm. Um, so that's quite a, that's quite a, I like that, quite a smart indicator of, of uh, having a healthy mindset, I guess. Yeah. Um, and energy levels as well is, is a really important one. Um, and I definitely feel that I really relate to that after I've had, you know, a particularly um, hectic couple of weeks, you know, if I haven't been meal planning and I eat on the go and I don't make healthy choices, I really feel it in my body and I feel so tired and run down and almost like, you're almost just unwell. Like you don't feel your best if you're not fueling your body with the right foods, if you're not drinking enough water. It's like when you just drink too much alcohol, you just feel horrendous. You almost feel like um, you're dragging your body around with you rather yeah. than using your body to get places. Yeah, rather than, yeah, using it for all the amazing things it can do. You're, it's really, you're kind of resent, <laughs> resenting it because it's so heavy and Come feels on, horrible. Body, we've got to go to work. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I really liked that. That was a good one. Um, and sleep 
is also another one um, that uh, a colleague has suggested is so, you know, again, prioritizing it as part of your routine, um, but being able to sleep well um, is a really good indicator of success and health um, in terms of being able to relax and wind down and let your body rest um, rather than, uh, you know, being restless or going to bed late, not prioritizing, um, you know, if you're stuck watching TV or wherever going out, um, it's kind of just those healthy, healthy decisions. Um, and I know lots of people measure, um, their sort of health or progress by, um, how clothes fit rather than the number on the scales as well, which is another good one. Um, because your body obviously does change based on what you're eating and um, the choices that you're making from, you know, obviously losing body fat, but also, um, you know, being bloated or um, anything like that that can really change the way your body feels and looks in clothes, then um, for, I, I guess, women in particular, that's a really um, easy and clear way to measure how you're doing if you're fitting into your favorite dress or if you feel confident in those jeans or whatever it is i think basically yeah. every woman yeah and actually as, even as even as a man i can i can <laughs> relate to that one because yeah, yeah I, ha I have a couple of work shirts and there are sometimes where i put my mm. shirt on and go oh that button's a little bit snugger yeah. than it was before or i don't remember it rubbing in that place where it used to so. <laughs> yeah yeah it happens to all of us and that leads to confidence, doesn't it? If you if if you think if if you get dressed in the morning and think, oh, this is a bit snugger than it used to be, I think some of that can affect affect your confidence for the rest of the day, really. Yeah, absolutely. Confidence um, is is a massive part of it as well, and I think that loops back to sort of how you treat yourself and sort of how you then want to act on that feeling. So whether you if you're feeling confident, you're more likely to um you know look after yourself more and think well this is working so i'm going to keep doing a daily walk or i'm going to keep drinking this much water and god it feels good to eat all these green vegetables rather than if you're feeling a bit rubbish you're you then i mean this definitely happens to me all the time if you're feeling a bit rubbish about yourself and feeling a bit down about it you think well what does it matter if i have a portion of chips with this it's not going to make that much difference is it and that yeah. sort of thing and it kind of, it's kind of like a spiral it can be an upward spiral with confidence or a downward spiral um if if you're not feeling it so um it's really all it's just about priorities i think you really just got to almost sit down with yourself and make a list of how you want to feel and how you want to get there because you just have to rebalance the things going in your, on in your life that make it possible for you to be able to tick off those things that make it work mm. so if exercising is important for you you have to make time to do it it's as simple as that yeah yeah actually somebody another colleague said that to me the other day he was he was going for a swim at lunchtime um oh yeah I know he listens and um, <laughs> I said to him well how do you how do you fit that in and he said well I just make time for it because it's important mm. um and it's a really really sensible way of looking at it but but yeah. also with what you were saying about all the little things that contribute to you feeling generally better I, I think it's also really important to go you know what I may not be able to do those six things this week so I'm going to concentrate on one thing one thing it's easy to control for example water consumption there's always a tap nearby um or yeah. carry your water bottle with you it doesn't require any extra time there she goes waving her water bottle away yeah, i carry mine with me everywhere glass of barocca at you um, <laughs> it's actually a cheap asda one but still don't judge um, 
but it's doing, it's, yeah, it's doing those those little things and, and that's an easy achievable one and get that nailed and then on to the next and then so then you can then you'll yeah. be better about starting to layer in things that maybe yeah. require a bit more conscious effort or a bit more time that we're yeah. all tight for at the moment let's face it yeah i think saying being able to say no to things as well is really really important mm. um like we have started um so like for this month of july for example because we had such a hectic and busy june with you know we were away some places but we moved house and so much was going on as well so with july we're really prioritizing that time for us to have you know downtime and be able to look after us and save some pennies and actually go to the gym because we didn't literally didn't do that for a month so um we've kind of looked at the diary we've got a couple things coming up but we i'm like i'm definitely like refusing to do anything else on any other day so if something does pop up in the diary and people are like oh do you want to come to the pub i've just got to say no because i know that i will feel worn down and too tired if i don't get enough days of the month that i'm not doing anything um so if there's already like one social event a week i'm not doing anything else that week and that that can be a hard decision to make and it's a hard no to say but it's worth it if you really need that time to for yourself whether it's to do the food shop so that you know you, what you're going to have for lunch for the next four days or whatever it is it just takes a little bit of extra time and planning so being able to say no is a really important factor i think it's hard though but it's it is worth it yeah do you do you think it's hard because you feel like you're letting down those friends who want to see you um sometimes yeah it can be or you or you you think you're missing out um mm. or you know whatever it could be but at the end of the day it's nothing groundbreaking so that's it trip to the pub on a tuesday night it's not going to ruin or make a friendship is it no exactly exactly um and if if i was to say actually you know what i really can't because i need a night to myself and i need to you know prioritize myself for a bit no one's gonna say that's ridiculous they're gonna be like cool good for you go for it yeah exactly on on that um topic of sort of healthy habits we also um put it out on our uh, instagram stories so we could get some feedback from our members on um how they also encourage friends and family to you know sort of stay healthy and make those good decisions um and there were some really really lovely responses of of things that people do um and interestingly a lot of these sorts of habits started through lockdown um so it's really interesting to see that sort of our ww members who sort of already have that in the back of their mind that they're making sort of healthy decisions and this is what they want to achieve so they're sort of trying to project it onto their friends and family around them as well which i love um so you know some people started doing regular exercise sessions with their friends and family at home so someone started doing yoga with their son at home and they've kept it up ever since so now that's oh, a regular nice. occurrence which is really nice um people would meet friends for walks regularly which i think lots of people did in lockdown as well um but keeping that up on a weekly or monthly basis is is super important which is nice um and also just talking about their ww program and the way that it's sort of educated them in terms of um nourishing foods which is i think is such a lovely one and is so interesting um and something that's so great about about the personal points program um, is that for people who maybe aren't so confident around food and cooking and preparing food themselves to sort of have that education in the foods that are, you know, healthy and sustainable and keep you energized and keep you fuller for longer 
And once you're re- you're feeling really confident in that, and you can start to relay it to people around you and making those food decisions together, which is which is really really nice. So you know, from sharing recipes um, that are good or like healthy swaps, how to increase fiber in your diet, and you know all that sort of thing, um, is really really nice. And that's um, one of the good things about the personal points system. I think is that yeah, it just it, it it's a simple gauge of how healthy is this food. <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah, exactly. plan, it? it's a sliding That's scale of, tells you. of yeah. how healthy is this food so in in one number you've not got to worry about fat content sugar fiber protein all the different mm. elements that go into a food it just says that's seven points that's three mm. points that's 24 points and that it, exactly. it gives you that guide you need without going into all the complicated detail that you don't need to worry about exactly exactly i've i've sent um I've like referred so many friends for a WW program um, and they they find it so useful um, and just love the recipes. I mean, that's what I use it for as well. It's just, you know, having on demand a whole library of things, ideas of what to have for dinner. Um, I swear that should just be an app in itself, to be honest, because like how like the, every household in the country must have that conversation every night. Mm. What are we going to have for dinner? Yeah, I've got some chicken out of the freezer. What am I going to do with it? What am I going to do for that? Yeah. So um, it's just like, so useful to have that and have a steer of of how helpful you're being for your goals and that sort of thing. Um, and, and when you have those, um, when you refer your friends in, obviously you get, mm-hmm. um, obviously they, they get a free month as well. And, and so do you on mm-hmm. top of your membership. But what, um, what, how do you have that conversation with them? Because obviously it's not the easiest of conversations to have with someone of you need to be a bit healthier. Yeah you need to be healthier yeah so yeah it's an interesting one um so i've i would never i've never said that to to anybody i would never um you know decide for them that they need to be healthier um and it can be a you know a really sensitive topic with mm. to 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 have with people um and but if you did want to have that conversation with someone you know i i feel like they would always know that it's coming from a place of love and care um, and that it's really just sort of a little bit of extra support and a, and a suggestion. Um, I, it's tricky. I've given, I've given um, friendship, friends referrals, um, like three or four referrals. Mm. And a couple of them have asked me for them um, because they've been interested in the program after I've been talking about it and have said, I'd like to try that. That sounds fun. Sounds like I could make use of it. And then other times I've sort of just gone out to people and said, you know what, I think you really like to live a, a healthy lifestyle. I know we've talked about how hard it's been recently and after COVID we've kind of all got in a bit of a rut. The WW program is there. Do you want to give it a go? Because it gives you all the support. So I've kind of positioned it um, like that because, you know, we openly talk about how we're feeling about our own goals and progress and things we're finding hard anyway. Um, and because the personal points program is so holistic there's usually always a way that makes it work for whatever goal you have whether it is um food based or um you know activity based or a mindset goal or anything like that you can usually you can usually find a way to make it relate and and um all the features in the app will support you in somehow um so yeah it's it's kind of sort of always just worked out that way how about you yeah i think you're absolutely right and it can just accidentally fall out of the conversation which is always 
kind of handy, avoids the, the mm. awkwardness. But like, like you, I've had um, a couple of family members come to me and say, oh, I'd quite like to do X, Y and Z. Can you help? And, and yeah, of course we can. Um, but yes, I've had conversations and, and, and the way I tend to um, the way I tend to approach it is if the conversation's heading that direction um, or if I want to have that conversation with them, I'll, I'll weave into the conversation the benefits it's had for me. So yeah. so it's 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 for me, it's it's the workouts. It's the knowledge of the food like I was just talking about. It's um, the barcode scanner and being in the shop and going, Boop, oh, that's 25 points. Boop, oh, yeah, that's seven. Um, so all of those benefits and then, um, and then once you, once you've had that really positive conversation around it, it's then much easier to go, I can refer you in if you want, you get a free month. Mm. So do I. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's weaving, weaving all those positives into the conversation. Yeah. And I, it does make it, people always like to look at the program and they're always surprised about how sort of simple it is and mm. how easy it is because it's really just guiding you to those healthy food choices like like we said earlier um and it can be really hard for people to want to pick up um if they've you know been used to following or used to eating in a certain way um that just no longer works them anymore and and they've realized that maybe it isn't the healthiest healthiest pattern so um yeah it can it can be it can be hard to encourage people to try it, but I think once they do, the benefits um, speak for themselves, really. Absolutely. And in terms of being able to achieve that health, um, that is because that's that's basically what it's all about, isn't it? You know, when we we want people to be as healthy as possible, um, rather than you know having to look a certain way or weigh a maximum weight. Um, it's it's really got to be about people's health and happiness so um that's really that's that's the most important factor to think yeah, about for sure for sure um so talking about healthy eating and stuff i think that mm -hmm. moves us on nicely to our regular feature of hip and jace's dinner of the week oh wow hello oh, welcome <laughs> yeah voice of an angel that all those years in the school choir didn't go uh, didn't go wasted, did they? Have you been practicing that? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> wow, love it. Um, so, tell me about your dinner of the week. I've got a good one this week. You know, I was chuffed. Um, I had uh, spotted some um, reduced. It was reduced turkey mints reduced so it was both reduced fat and reduced in price which was yeah, um the ideal just food. a win-win frankly so we um to be fair jake's credit he was doing the food shop and he found it so he came home with this packet of two percent uh turkey breast mints which is one of my zero point foods so that's a win mm -hmm. and it was reduced because it was supposedly best before on that day that we bought it reduced from 465 to 191 that is a bargain. Isn't that so good? I like, was so jealous. Looking at your phone, you've taken a picture of that reduced. <laughs> I wanted to check you. the price. I wanted to check. That's, yeah, that's super nerdish bargain shopping, but I love it. I was so excited because you say like three quid on a you yeah. know five hundred grams of of turkey mince. It's brilliant. So we made some um, kofta's, some turkey kofta's with Ooh, tons lovely. of herbs and spices. 
and I put loads of uh, turmeric in, which made it go bright yellow. So it didn't actually look that appetizing once I'd cooked it. Um, but turmeric is so good for you. Um, it's one of those amazing spices that just does like everything and heals mm. you from within. So I do tend to sprinkle it on whatever food I can think of. Um, so I put loads of turmeric in along with a tons of other fun herbs and spices and just had it with loads of roasted veg and whole wheat couscous which was all zero foods so it was um a really basically free low point dinner um i had a tablespoon of hummus so i had it was like three points for the hummus um and that was it it was epic brilliant epic. that sounds, that sounds so delicious good. yeah really really nice so i was really chuffed with that did i did i tell you last time about my hack for roasted veg no oh well so roasted veg are better if you slather them in oil that's just fact obviously Um, (laughs) to be honest everything is let's face it but that's not particularly personal point friendly so and and i find that if you don't do something you don't get that nice gnarly crispy bits so what i tend to do is um chop them all up stick them in a bowl herb spices seasoning whatever you want to do to them and then uh, a, a splork of tomato puree, which is approximately okay. one tablespoon. Um, and then a splash of water and just mix all that around. And that has the effect of caramelizing in the oven. So you get those sort of like crispy, edgy, dark mm-hmm. bits with all the flavor in them without having to put all the oil in. Nice. So yeah, try it out. It. So you, you then roast roast it in the tomato yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's just like, like I said, just a tablespoon, splash of water, mixy-mixy. It doesn't have to be absolutely caked in it, just mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, light, lightly dressed in it, I would say. And then, yeah. Does it not make everything taste like tomato? Oddly not. You do get a little bit of sweetness coming through, but I think that, that adds mm-hmm. to it. So that's the that's the sort of the crispy caramelised bit you would get from the oil. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, have a crack. We'll try. Yeah, Thank have you. a crack. Let me know. Recommendation. Yeah. What was your dinner of the week? Uh, so my dinner of the week, uh, <laughs> I did that thing of getting chicken out of the oven and then going, hey, I don't know what to do with it. Um, and out of the oven? Do you mean out of the freezer? Uh, sorry, out of the freezer. Yeah, not the hot <laughs> one, the cold one. You know the one. Um, and had, uh, yeah, had a bit of a mind blank and then thought, you know what's nice? Burgers. So I made chicken burgers. Mm. Um, didn't have any rolls, so I made two ingredient dough. Um, so that's nice. Good yeah all over the app so go go grab that recipe but it's just zero uh, zero fat yogurt and self-raising flour so they, i made sort of flatbreads effectively with that um the chicken breast i did you ever use those things they're like um and i'm I'm making the action for it which is not very helpful because this is a recording <laughs> no video but, um they're like um pieces of of greaseproof paper that come pre-seasoned with herbs and stuff that you wrap around. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have any of those either. So I got a piece of greaseproof paper, sprayed it with um, cooking spray, again, making the spraying action, which is not terribly helpful for podcast, um, and then sprinkled some herbs and, and stuff on that, then put my chicken in it, stuck it in the griller, and uh, Bob was my uncle, and I had delicious spicy chicken burgers oh my god clever yeah you being all innovative yeah well it's i fancy this but i haven't got any of the ingredients for it so how can i bodge it up basically but you know what it it worked so you had a nice chicken burger what did you do you have any sides um if i told you i had roasted veg with it would you believe me because i actually had chips oh that's okay Uh, but still, yeah, so there's the um the, the chicken is zero for me, all of the herbs and stuff are zero. Uh so I did have 
uh, chips that I made myself. So just diced up the potatoes and then a, a drizzle of oil, about three or four points of oil and whack those okay. in the oven for 40 minutes, not the freezer. Love. So, um, so yeah, actually it was, it was pointier by the end of it, but still well within my budget. What condiments do you have on your burger? Oh, is this going to be, is this, is this going to be um, pineapple on pizza again? Um, no, but actually I do have pineapple in my chicken burger. Oh, you're a monster, honestly. I love pineapple. Just why it would never work between us, Pip. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason. Ketchup, I'm a ketchup fiend. Ketchup, and we had the dregs of a bottle of bacon mayo, bacon flavoured mayo. Oh, in God, fridge. that's good. Oh, it was so good. I don't want to know what's in it to make it bacony because I think it might be vegetarian proof as well. So I, oh my goodness. I don't need to know what's in that. But don't yeah, need to know, but that's good that. stuff. It was really good. What's your, um, apart from pineapple? Pineapple, um, love. What's your um, I think ketchup. I do like mayo as well, though, and I'm one of those people that mixes ketchup and mayo. Um, and I also really like garlic mayo. I don't Ooh, mix ketchup yeah. and garlic mayo, but I do Ooh, like... Tomato and garlic, though, that would work. Let's not rule it out. True, true. Maybe I'll try it. Um, and, yeah... Yeah, garlic mayo is good. I tend to have hummus with pretty much everything as well. Yeah. So well, I would whack that in there true, too. And I wouldn't hesitate. Why not? Why not? Delicious. Do you have any big plans for big meals coming up? I think it's barbecue season. I'm ready to barbecue. Yeah, I've not had a barbecue yet this year, um, which is ridiculous. But We did like... actually barbecue the other day. I can't remember what we put on it now, though, but... Oh, uh, oh you're going to laugh at this. <laughs> was it something really posh? Did you do a pheasant or something like that? Oh, I was out at a shoot in the morning, brought home a brief. No. We had, we had chicken thighs and scallops. Of course you did. Of course you had scallops. <laughs> we had some... Of course, um, It was so good. It was really nice. Uh, hadn't barbecued them before, but we thought, why not? Yeah, why no, not? why not? Why not? um yeah so we've got family coming to stay for a few weeks um from abroad so it's gonna be very very nice to see them so uh yeah i'm gonna do some batch cooking this weekend they arrive on monday uh batch cooking this weekend to do th just things like a big chili um a big mm, lasagna because there's gonna be three of them so that'll make six of us in total so it's a bit different from just knocking up dinner for two um and very easy to go ah we'll just get a takeaway because it's easier yeah and that would end up very expensive for six people as well yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah i think we'll probably do a couple of barbecues um a couple of those big batch cookie type things uh my my barbecue food of choice um i like to and this is sort of getting a little bit posh like you but i like to spatchcock a chicken on the barbecue. oh yeah nice um so cut out its spine um which is a bit gross with the pair of scissors and then just sort of like you sort of break the breastbone and, and, and butterfly the whole thing out um, generally needs about 45 minutes in the oven first just to make sure it's mm. fully cooked through because otherwise it's quite a thick piece of meat to, to, to do. But yeah, finish that off on the barbecue and marinate it in either um, yogurt and some Indian spices works great. And just curry powder, nothing fancy, probably stick some turmeric in there. Um, mm -hmm. And all barbecue sauce, something like that. But that, that works yes. really well. Yeah, and then just burgers and sausages. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. And I... Was craving a burger the other day, actually. I think we'll have to do some burgers on the barbie soon. I love yeah, them. Yeah, why not? But you can also, I mean, you can do you can do turkey mince burgers, can't you? Or chicken mince burgers, something like that. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. You can make it very low point. 
Um, so yeah, that's on the agenda, I think, over the next few weeks. Nice. Because we've, we've got a heat wave. We've got a heat wave coming. And, um, and let's not forget the humble chip as well, because the day of broadcast today is National French Fry Day. Oh, exciting. Who doesn't love a French fry? You can't go wrong with a chip, can you? Can't go wrong with a chip. Just good in every scenario. We'll uh, be no, no doubt be sharing some some good fry recipes. So um, keep keep an eye out for on the socials for that because there'll be tons of yummy articles for um, fries and how you can make them at home and enjoy them. Yeah, why not? Love it. Well, on that note, it feels like we've put the world to rights today, doesn't it? Well, I think we have. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Well done, us. And uh, well done, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> well done. Well done, <laughs> listeners. You made a good <laughs> podcast choice. Well done. Congrats. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, um, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.